Hicks. Hello, bro. Morning, bro. How are we doing? I'm well, and yourself? All right. You know, it's like 70 degrees with 65% humidity here. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. I, we're, we're all we're all in something of a state of shock. So, but you, you know, Pennsylvania is famous for jumping from winter to summer. And yeah. and likewise uh, from summer to winter, so we 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 don't do the intermediate shit. Yeah, yeah so. just cut right to the chase. Cut right, yeah, yeah. None of this fooling around stuff. So, ah, John, uh, you know, I, I'm going to admit this, John. Uh, Tuesday uh, I, at noon, I was searching on the TV for basketball games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, you know, after, the, the schedule was this weekend kind of well, threw, every, threw everything off. After four straight days of uh, watching games from noon to midnight, I was I I think I had withdrawal on Tuesday. Wasn't there any NIT games or uh, not, not 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 at not at noon, dude? No, not at noon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I will I I I'm going to go out there and maybe this will undermine my credibility as a. Uh, as a sports podcaster, John, but I have not watched a single NIT game. Yeah, me neither. Uh oh. I, I hope our listeners are all right with that. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Hey, we we had the largest audience we'd had in weeks and weeks for our bracket show last week, John. That's awesome. Yeah. So so we flushed everybody with us. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people got flushed. Yeah, well, it's uh, it was a. Uh, I, I actually read uh, a column by a guy at the Athletic who said everybody says this is different, but it's not really different. It just happens different ways every every year, and that's why we love the tournament that it's so uh, wild and crazy, and you never know what's going to happen, and and, and not very chalky, John. So, uh, but uh, yes, it's 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 been uh, kind of wacky, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy. Uh, I think um, I think it's been a little different. I mean, I feel like there was a lot more upsets than we're used to. Um, you know, especially some really big upsets. Right. I I I think it was a record number of double digit seeds, uh, either at some point winning. So, okay, John. Before we talk hoops, I want to talk serious st- stuff. I spent okay. four uh, four days watching basketball games. I know you watched a lot a lot of games too. I have I have some commercials memorized at this point, John. You have what memorized? Co- commercials. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's been pretty repetitive. Yeah. Uh huh. So so John, I I just I thought we might spend a couple minutes uh, doing some sort of therapy for each other about you know trying to get off our chest which one we thought was the most annoying. Maybe it'll be more than one, but uh, um, there's some pretty annoying ones that are getting repeated an awful lot, John. Yeah, what's your what's your list of most annoying? Okay, my my number one list of most annoying uh, at some point on Saturday, and you know Saturday's only day two of four, right? I, I was sick of the free, free, free with the guy doing the the urinating on the uh, the, the the hydrant uh, maneuver. Uh, Yes, I, I I wanted to I wanted to throw things at the screen from Saturday on every time it came on. It, those free 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 commercials—they're all annoying. I think they're all 
Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that one is very, very good choice. Okay. Uh, thank, thank 100% you. agreeance there. Okay. So, so you got one? And that one kind of sticks out in my head now that you said it. Yeah. Um, how, how about the iPhone ads? <laughs> to do other things. I, I wow. Okay, the cat cut us off, so let's pick it up. John, What? what is, you've got a nominee, You you're, the iPhone commercials aren't bothering you, and you get up out of your chair, which I have a hard time believing. So, okay. yeah. I also find that it just, just seems like it's the same, almost the exact same four or five commercials. Yeah. Every commercial break. Well, they, they, they are they are our sponsors, yes. Uh, progress, progressive, uh, the free people, iPhone. Um, yeah, I, I can't name another one off the top of my head that I've seen. But, but I got, you know, I saw somebody said, tweeted that the iPhone commercial, uh, the one uh, where she's walking along and dropping the phone, was annoying. But that was like on Saturday, and it hadn't bothered me. By Tuesday, I agreed with them. You know, I was yeah. tired of the beep, boop, 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 boop. And yeah, I was like. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny the first, you know, 60 yeah. times I watched it. After the 6,000th time, it was getting a little annoying. Yeah. And and, and, and your sister uh, doesn't like the other one where the guy's cooking. She finds that one for, for some reason. I don't know why. But anyway, so so there there are some uh, and and you know great thing about going back to the TV tomorrow to watch probably the better part of four games tomorrow, John is I think I'm going to get to see them all again. Yeah, yeah. I do not think there'll be anything new tomorrow. They have troubles with creativity, I guess. Well, you know, you spend the money on them, and you're the sponsor. You know, you uh, you're going to pack that baby in there, I guess. So. Oh well, okay. There must there must be somebody thinks this works, or they're too cheap, or something. But well, all right, talking about them, right? Yeah, well, uh, in, not in a good way, though. Yeah, right. We we have not we have not yet said said well, what the uh, the lift your leg commercial uh, is for. Uh, although we've mentioned iPhone multiple times, so I guess they they're they're a winner there, huh? Yeah, progressive. We did not discuss how annoying they, they are, but all of theirs are annoying. So, uh, okay, John, we, you know, last week was uh, bracket reveal day, and uh, we revealed and uh, we suck, but we don't suck so bad that we're not in first place in our bracket uh, pool. So, uh, there you go. Uh, we are tied with Swerve for first yep. place, and uh, Swerve wants us to make sure. Well, we point out he has the most possible points left, right, John? Yes. Yep. So, so, John, what do you think are, uh, of your chances, Not, and I'll talk about my chances, of ending up winning this pool? Uh, I would say, I don't know. I guess slim, but not impossible. Okay. Good. I'm glad you feel that, that good. Uh, I am in first place, and... 
I, I plan on bragging about it as long as I possibly can, right, John? And it, it was really good to be in first place at the end of Monday night's game, so I, I can I can glory for a week. But there ain't no way I'm winning, so uh, I'll just uh, I, I am aware of that. But uh, that do, that doesn't keep me from having bragging rights for a week, right, John? Yeah, I mean, I do still have a national champion potential, um, but that's it. I only have. One of my final four participants right. are still up. Right. Uh, you have one of your final four. I have two of mine, but of course I had Illinois winning it all, so uh, I do not have the national champion uh, left to play. Swerve, Swerve has uh, uh, his national champion. He had Gonzaga uh, and he has Bama, but the, the other side of the bracket, as is true for a lot of people, is busted. Uh, so, uh, that's, that's what he has. Uh, I guess you have to worry about some people coming up from behind who might win, but a lot of people had Illinois, uh, winning it all. So Illinois losing, I know we talked last week, you got the winner, having the winner at the end is, is very important. And, uh, uh Swerve and Sean have, uh, Gonzaga and you have Michigan, which, uh, you know, just by by those teams winning, you can you have hope of winning it all, right, John? Correct. Which is the same thing to say, uh, you you put me in a bracket that if gambling were legal uh, would be for money, right, John? Uh, and yeah. I I'm in first place in that one too, uh, but I have the same problem. Uh, I don't have anywhere near the possible points. Uh, you have more possible points than I am, though uh, you are like four or five points behind me at this point, John. Yeah. So, John, yeah. can you explain something for our listeners? All right. For our listeners' amusement, John, uh, we are tied in our bracket for the obvious brothers, but in this other thing we're in, I'm a bunch of points ahead of you. How does that happen, John? Uh, I forgot one of my picks when I picked that one. Just one? <laughs> okay is, is there real good are you going land on a real number or you just going to stick with a couple it was just a couple i think yeah uh, okay one of them. yeah so 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 john again did not turn into two matching brackets in different games so uh you know I, i'm sitting there saying oh we're tied here and go to the other one and nope john's not there anymore uh john and it doesn't look like you did you done the right thing with the money bracket, John. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. So yeah, you'd like to have the points you have in the, in the uh, obvious brothers right now. You'd be tied for first. Yeah. Yeah. I do have. Yeah, the one big change. I don't know why I made that change. To be honest with you. Uh huh. And this yeah, is and this, this is I, what I, this is what makes us great great podcasters to listen to people. You you have one or the other of us saying, "We don't know why we did this," right, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go, what did you do, John? Well, my my final four is the same in both brackets. Okay. I thought I had Bama in the final four in the in the farm team one, but I guess I didn't. No, well, because, because I because I got Michigan. Yeah, you yeah. yeah you would you would have to change your national champion if you did that, John. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was, yeah. You were you were a hundred. 
All right, so that that's that's a, a, our bracket breakdown. Uh, when, when we're on next Friday, I suspect we'll be talking about somebody else in first place, uh, but both in the if it were for money bracket and the obvious brothers T-shirt bracket. And there, there's been a lot. Do, do not ask us about giving your addresses, people, yet. Right, John? That's uh, sure. we're, we're we're already tired of that. That that jokes. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Come on, and no, and no, and no, we're not giving a T-shirt for finishing last. You know, we're we're not like that. Uh, we we don't believe in participation trophies, right, John? That's correct. Right. So so stop that bullshit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the winner gets a damn T-shirt, and that's it. And and we'll we'll see after that, right, John? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So so John, games. All right. Uh, I look at the line for for tomorrow, John, uh, and you could kind of say there's not really a good game on tomorrow. Yeah, there's some big favorites. Right. The, uh, the, the smallest favorite tomorrow is Houston over Syracuse at six and a half, uh, which is for a tournament game is not not that tight. Yeah. What's the spread in the Michigan-Florida State game? Yes, but that's not tomorrow. Okay, okay, I saw that at Sunday. Yeah, Sunday there are better games with the Michigan-Florida State. I got two and a half this morning, and uh, USC-Oregon is only two. So you got two two games kind of like you might expect in the Sweet 16. Uh, and uh, on, on Saturday, uh, clearly the odds makers think it'll be Baylor and Arkansas and Loyola and Houston playing come uh, Monday night. So, uh, John, does uh, you, you buy all that, and is that going to do anything to your viewing tomorrow? Uh, no. You're going to watch them all? I'm going to watch them all. I think the Baylor-Nova game should be a good game. Um, hmm. Nova is shorthanded, but they're, they looked Yeah. Yeah, they did, they did not look they looked bad against North Texas, who should not have won. Uh, but we, we got a lot of that going around, right? Uh, so, okay, so ba, ba, I, I'm, game I want to see is, well, I think I want the first game, Loyola-Oregon State, is going to be of some interest, right? Because yeah. they, they uh, Loyola looks so good. And we're now recognized we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, Oregon State uh, is on a hot streak um, and uh, <clears throat> really didn't have a lot of trouble with either Tennessee or Oklahoma because they're in their 12 seed. So right. it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that plays out. Uh, I think uh, Loyola is a seven-point favorite. A lot of people think they're just going to go through, uh, but but – it's worth seeing, I think. So, I guess the late game, Syracuse-Houston might be interesting to watch just to see if Houston, who's not a good shooting team, can figure out the Syracuse zone, which seems to seems to boggle people's minds this time of the year. So, you know, this is, this is the fourth straight time he's had a double-digit seed and got the Sweet 16. Yeah, so... 
Um, he he uh, he recruits the kind of people that play with uh, uh, wingspan uh, in in that zone, and uh, people have trouble, especially the second game of the weekend, because they don't practice enough for it. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think the week game of the weekend of Saturday is Arkansas ORU, um, eleven point favorites for Arkansas, who you do not have in that game, and neither did I. So, uh, right, right. So uh, let's back up, John. Uh, what did you think of some of the games? What's your most memorable game from the weekend? And you got any particular takeaways? Uh, you know, my biggest fear with Tech, Texas Tech, came yeah. to fruition against Arkansas. I mean, they just, they those scoring drops, they go on. You just can't sustain them for, for that long of a game. And, you know, they should have won that game against Arkansas. They could have just made a stinking layup and a couple of free throws. So, um, yeah, that, that game was a good game or a lot of good games I thought um, you know and I said to you previous you know before the tournament started that I wasn't overly excited about the tournament this year and you know I hadn't really paid that close attention but then once I started watching the games it, the, the juices started flowing again and get a couple upsets early and it, it became just as entertaining and exciting as it's ever been right and we started with uh I'm trying to remember the the opening game was something. It, uh, it was a good game and a surprise. Was it Florida Virginia Tech? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, and so uh, it came kind of down to the wire, and uh, yeah, made made for a good game. Okay, my most memorable game. Okay, I think I'm going to go with this. Uh, and, and we'll come back to this. Uh, you, you said good games, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Texas and Abilene Christian on whatever night it was. Let me see which side of the bracket. That's the left side of the bracket. So that was Saturday night. Yeah. And it was the late game. I think it was the latest game on Saturday night. Talk about ugly. 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 Okay. Texas had 23 turnovers, John. Yeah. I heard... 53 to, 53 to 52. I saw I saw a breakdown, John, that other than uh, UMBC beating UVA, that is the worst upset in the history uh, of the tournament. At least since they wow. went... Because, okay, you know what Abilene Christian shot from the floor? It was, it was low. 30, 30% from the floor. They shot 16% from three. Uh, Texas had 23 turnovers. So the, 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 uh, you know, the underdog did not play well and win. The underdog played like poo and still won, John. So uh, it was unbelievable. And, and, of course, it came down to uh, a missed shot, a rebound, and a foul with one point something seconds left, a foul that people question whether it should have been called or not. Uh, I think it was clearly a foul, but you know, at the end of a game situation like that, they often let a little bit something go, get, get, you know, go right. Yeah, but it was, I agree. It was definitely a foul. 
And he's a 58.8% free throw shooter with 1.5 seconds. They're a point down. He makes them both, right, John? Yeah. Yeah, which is like, I, I was pretty sure he wasn't going to make them both, but I thought we were going to have overtime and Texas might win. But nope, he makes them both. And that's, that's that. So, yes, very memorable game just for the futility of it all. As, no, I mean, you kept saying, Texas, you got to go down and make a basket. Nope, turn it over. Texas, you got to go down and make a basket. Nope, turn it over. You know, Abilene doesn't score. Come on, man. You got to get ahead, you know, it, over and over and over again. And it was like, you know, yeah, it was just it was just ugly, ugly, ugly. But I, I'm never going to forget sitting there. And, you know, I, I, I had Texas in the Final Four. And as you know, we had Texas in our survivor pick. So I was rooting hard for Texas, which I want you to know I've had to purge that since then. <laughs> and, and, and so, yes, that one that one sticks in my head at least for a while. On yeah, the, on they, the, they, really, they really hosed us there, didn't they? Yeah, well, yeah, how do they not end up winning that game? John, Mon Monday were terrible games. You know, you come out with some Monday, you know, a little luncheon special. And Oregon kicked it in late in the first half and never looked back. And I don't, there wasn't a good game on, on Monday, was there? No. Oregon hammered Iowa. UC, USC hammered Kansas. I mean, I couldn't believe Kansas didn't even show up. Yeah, Kansas. Yeah, Bill Self, uh, his interview afterwards was kind of like, uh, I was worried about matching up with them because we don't have the guys to play with a team with all that length and athleticism. And it's pretty big admission from a program that's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be this, uh, the uh, uh, flagship school of the Big 12, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, college hoops it is, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there there you go. Uh, so that, that. Creighton steamrolled Ohio. The right. Gonzaga-Oklahoma game felt close for about a minute, and then it just, you know, no, never mind. It's, well, it's they gave them they gave them a decent game. They pushed them, kind of like you you wanted them pushed towards the end of the game. Uh, but it never got where it was. I don't even think it was a two possession game towards the end. It was always seven, eight, nine points. Yeah, uh, yeah. I it wasn't great control. I mean, you've seen. I can name teams that uh, like Rutgers who blow that kind of lead and uh, don't win the game. But uh, no, Gonzaga had, had fairly firm control. But you know, Oklahoma, you know, is is it was a pretty good team. So uh, weren't surprised to see that challenge. I I the lines thirteen. I, I suspect that uh, yeah, the Oklahoma game will be a, have been a better game for Gonzaga than the Creighton game. But you know, that's why they play the games. But yeah, correct, right. You got you got another game that st stood out to you that you were biting your nails and couldn't believe the finish and because there were a lot of. I was pretty surprised at how UNT pulled away from Purdue at the end. Uh, I mean, in overtime, they didn't score. With, yeah, they did. Purdue even score in overtime. Uh, maybe one basket late. I, I, mean, I think. You think in that situation, Purdue gets the game into overtime, and this is where they're gonna right. the cream's gonna rise to the top and, and clean 
finished us off, and it went completely the opposite way. Well, it was like uh, it wasn't over, but it was over. Uh, Purdue won the tip and had the possession and came up empty, John, and they went down and scored. And you know, in overtime like that, momentum. You begin to press a little bit. And yeah, I, I I know rooting. I was uh, I was a little surprised, and like you, I thought getting into overtime probably was to our advantage. But uh, and, but uh, no, uh, I, I I guess guess I, the Loyola Illinois game. Uh, I was surprised that. Uh, just that they they kept holding them off. I kept waiting for, you know, somebody from Illinois to make some plays, uh, you know, you know, to beat them, and they just they just never, you know, I guess they they just made them so they kept saying the word uncomfortable, uh, that they, they just weren't. Uh, yeah. I know Desumu missed some layups. I I thought on on drives. I thought he should have made. Uh, you know, a couple of their wing guys didn't make shots that I thought normally they would make, but it was just, uh, obviously I had them winning the national championship, so I thought they'd play better. I, I never dreamed, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, that one was befuddling. They did not look like the team that won the big 10 championship no, the week before. Right. They didn't like they look like a team that had been playing pretty well for the last month up to that point. Right. No, no, the Loyola really took them out of it. And, um, kudos to them, but uh, you know, that was that was a big-ass bracket buster right there, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That killed a lot of brackets. Killed a lot of brackets. Yeah, a lot of people in, in, in all the pools I'm in had Illinois. They, they, they probably were the number one that I saw uh, selection for winning it all. So, um, yeah, that, my my Midwest bracket is just a total shit show. Yeah, of course my whole bracket's pretty much a shit show. But at Midwest, I didn't do so well there. Uh, yeah, I I, ha I had Houston in the Sweet Sixteen in the Midwest, so I've got one out of four. Of course, that's true. I only have one out of four in the in the South. So that whole right side is uh, is beat up. Yeah. Same. I have Houston in Sweet 16 as well, but that's it. <laughs> and then Baylor. Yeah. So that, yeah, that side of the bracket is pretty toast. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let, let's talk about, I started us talking about games and, and everything. Uh, I, I want to see a Loyola game tomorrow, the, the starter uh, of the weekend. Uh, I really want to see USC Oregon play again. Uh, a game that just spreads two points. I don't know that that's the way it's going to play out, but uh, uh, that game should be worth seeing. And uh, Michigan, Florida State. Um, I don't think Michigan beats them. I just uh, I know that's you don't want to hear that because that's that's the team you have winning it all. But right. without livers. Uh, I thought they, they uh, LSU gave them a good game and they were pretty scrappy, but I, I think Florida State's going to give them uh, even more people, more length, uh, uh, more speed. I, I think, yeah, I, uh, I'll be happy if Michigan wins. I'll be wearing my Michigan hat, 
uh, and you know my my uh, ma- my maze rage hat, uh, but uh, I would I would be surprised, and I'm really going to be you know, I'll be in my seat with my hat on, ready to watch that one at five o'clock Sunday. Okay. What do you got? Any any anything you're going to make sure you see? Uh, anything you find juicy? Well, I'm gonna watch as much as I can, obviously. But yeah, the Michigan Michigan Florida State game is gonna be good. Um, you, UCLA. You don't have tea times both days. I do. <laughs> I, can still, I can still watch. I mean, I'll be done before the afternoon game or for the game start on Saturday. Okay. So so John. Uh, I've heard analysis of this new uh, system and whether they're going to do it or not uh, in the future. The Saturday, four games on Saturday and Sunday, and then going to Monday and Tuesday night. You think this is going to be a good idea? Because we could we could have been watching games uh, yesterday afternoon, John. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I don't know. I. I haven't seen the reports on the ratings yet and how down how th- down three percent from last year. Yeah. I think that has to do with the days. I mean I just don't know why they I'm not sure like is there a reason why they did this? Were they just playing around with something? I okay. Uh I saw a little bit of reporting when they first did it that they wanted to move those games last week uh to give them extra COVID time because everybody had to have so many tests in so many days uh, and, and to get to oh, Indianapolis okay. and be in the quarantine. So I think that was to give them that time. But, you know, everybody's in Indianapolis and locked down now. I don't know why they did it this weekend. I, I, I heard I heard somebody break it down that uh, they can capture you on Saturday and Sunday with this and they get primetime eyes uh, Monday and Tuesday which are better viewing days in terms of raw numbers than Friday night. Friday night's the low viewing night. So uh, I, I think they wanted the better primetime nights. Okay. That's, that's, what, what, that's the breakdown I heard. Uh, as, and I heard Mad Dog break this down this week. He said the problem with uh, the Saturday-Sunday schedule is uh, not unlike last week. You don't have uh, overlap of games. So if, uh, well, let's see here. Yeah, prime time uh, Monday night, Arc, or, or uh, prime time whenever, tomorrow night, uh, Arkansas and ORU, Arkansas is up 20 in the first half. You lose everybody, and they're probably not coming back for the second, the next game. So that's yep. that's the problem is if you... You know, you get a blowout and lose your audience, uh, you know, it's going to hurt you. Where, you know, it used to be they played the four games stacked on Thursday and Friday night. So if one went bad, you know, you could switch over to another game. So, yeah. Yeah. So this is this will be intriguing. I, I don't know if I, if I like it, you know, I... I'll probably be up late uh, Monday and Tuesday night, depending upon who's playing the late game. And, uh, you know, I like my sleep, and they're they're cutting into that, John. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting, getting, into your, 
your sleep time, aren't they? They, they are. They're going, they're going to dig deep on uh, on days where I might actually have to do some work. It's a bitch, man. Uh, all right. So what, what else? Let's talk about the lines, John. I'm just going to go through all eight games. I will do them in the order in which they're going to be played. Loyola minus seven. Okay, loyal. Okay, second game is Baylor minus seven and a half. I'll take Nova to cover that. Okay, I I think I would take Baylor. Okay, third game Arkansas giving eleven to ORU. You know they played already, right? Uh, no, I didn't pay attention to that. Well, did but, Arkansas blow them out? No. So Arkansas was down 19 in the second half and came back to win by 10. They scored like 57 points or something in the second half. I'll take Oral Roberts to cover the 11, though. Yeah, I'm going to go with you there. Okay. Uh, Houston, 6.5 against Syracuse. I will also pick Cuse. I'll take the dog there to cover. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first game on Sunday is, no, that's not the first game. Okay, first game on Sunday is Gonzaga 13 against Creighton. Yeah, I'll probably have to go with the Zags there to cover that. They win by a lot when they win. Yep. Well, they haven't lost yet, John, so they're just playing win by a lot. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Michigan, two and a half. Second game, we're going to get some juice. Michigan by two and a half. Okay, I'm going to take Florida State in, in that one. Okay, uh, Alabama six and a half against UCLA. Pretty different playing styles between those two teams. Mm. I'll take UCLA to cover the spread, but Bama wins. Okay, I, I'm going. I, yeah, I would take Bama to cover. Okay, last game is uh, the one I want to see on Sunday. Maybe uh, maybe not as much as Michigan-Florida State, but it it's ought to be a great game. USC 2, giving 2 to Oregon. Oregon. Oh, really? Huh. Yep. You, 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 you got, you're getting on the bandwagon, are you? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Shoot. But I think. I don't know. I, I don't know who to pick. USC beat them at Oregon badly, but it was Oregon's third game in five days coming off COVID, and uh, Richardson didn't play, as I remember. So, yeah, it's hard to tell from that. I, I don't have. I, I guess I would just avoid that game. So, John, speaking of Oregon, quack quack duck duck. All right. Uh, I picked them to win uh, on Monday against Iowa, John, which is yeah. look looks real good right now, and is why I'm in first place. Uh, how did Iowa look? <laughs> they look really good. Uh, I, okay, so I, I I I've you know I don't know I listened to multiple podcasts and everything. Somebody said Dana Altman, the o Oregon coach. Uh, looked at the tape and said to himself, oh, they like to push it up and score. I've got better players than they do, and we like to do that too. So, okay, let's do that. Yeah, 
let's have a track me. Yeah, let's have a track. Well, I did. You, you thought it was funny. At least you, you, you gave me a laugh. I, I said they're in a track meet and I was too slow. Uh, yeah, and true. and I, I think if you watch the game that, uh, yes, Iowa wanted to did not ever want to slow it down. Uh, and they played up tempo and Iowa got beat by 15 and it was never close in the second half. So, um, uh, it was not a great display of coaching on the part of Mr. McCafferty. I don't think. No, he decided to just stick with his guns and didn't, uh, didn't bring enough guns. <laughs> didn't bring enough guns. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Brought 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 a knife to a uh, a gunfight. Gun yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, and and of course, I I I said, John, I was going to make sure I said this on the podcast. The fame improvement of Iowa defensively. Uh, uh, yeah, they only gave up ninety five points against Oregon. So uh, yes, they really did look like a defensive juggernaut. So yep, they really locked it down, didn't they? They locked they sure did, John. I mean they they were making shots from all over and they were driving right by them and laying the ball in a lot. So it was was not pretty. But the thing about the USC Oregon matchup, uh Oregon doesn't have a lot of length. So I and the other thing Oregon did, John, did you watch much of that game? I didn't. Uh the Oregon, Oregon said, hey, Luca, you, you can have all the points you want. Nobody else is scoring. So, And right. that's what they did. He had a monster game. I think he had 30-some points. 36. But he had 36 points. But uh, And they don't have any size is one reason I think they did that, is they knew they couldn't stop him, but they thought they could shut down the perimeter players, and they did. Bohannon didn't have a point, I don't think. So... Uh, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting coaching strategies there, and clearly Mr. Altman, who's been pretty successful, uh, you know, he's been to a Final Four. They've been to multiple Sweet Sixteens. Have they made the Sweet Sixteen the last three or four times they've been in the tournament? So you know, he's uh, he knows what he's doing, and uh, it showed on Monday. Yeah, they had three starters that didn't even score. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Frederick McCaffrey and Bohannon didn't even score in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wieskamp and Garza, I mean, Wieskamp had 17. And P. McCaffrey, I guess not C. McCaffrey, P. McCaffrey came off the bench, played 20 minutes, and had 10 points. Other than that, it was pretty much nobody. Yo, it's pretty much Garza. Can you score enough to keep up with a whole team that's, that's yeah. filling it up? Right. Yeah. So. Can you? Can you pull a Wally Zerbiak and score 75% of your team's points? Yeah, well, I, I think if they wanted to win doing that, they needed to, to – I, th- I think 75 needed to be the winning score, not 95. Yeah. Right. So that's uh, j- just some, some thoughts as, as we uh, go back. And uh, the, the other thing, uh, the Gonzaga game was interesting, John. Oklahoma doesn't really have – a center either and uh timmy for gonzaga had a monster monster game yep yeah a third he had 30 something yeah and he is not their their a option most of the time no he isn't that's for sure right i mean kispert kispert and yeah 
it's something you have to you have to have that other guy step up and he's you know especially in the tournaments when they want to when they want to shut down you know that main scorer yeah yeah well it looked looked like their number three guy was pretty damn good uh in in the game against uh, oklahoma anyway so uh that's uh one reason they moved on is uh they, they they can go inside or they can go outside and uh, they they can. I don't know what how great they are defensively, but you're going to score a lot of points to beat them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, that pretty much covers it, doesn't it, John? It does. That wraps it up. That wraps it up. Well, this is this has been fun. Uh, lots of lots of quality games to 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 look at. Uh, John, how how many IU basketball players, men's basketball players, are left? Not very many. Yeah. So, so for the, those of you not in, in on the news, three of IU's starters have put their name in for the transfer portal uh, as of yesterday. I, it's not like I keep up on a daily basis, but I saw the story that I gave to John. So they already have three three starters transferring, and that doesn't include. Jackson Davis. Is that his name? Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, who is their number one, uh, who there was some thought he might go to the NBA, but I don't know where those thoughts are. I think I looked yeah. at a draft list, and he was not very high on the draft list. Uh, mock. Yeah, I think it, it's going to have to depend on, I think I would think he would make that decision after we hire a coach and then, you know, have a long talk with that coach before he chooses whether what he's going to do well okay but what does the coach say to him about that you're going to be our number one option next year isn't that going to be true no matter who coaches them i mean i i i i know what you'd say and i i you know obvious john is pretty obvious but it's also not obvious to me if if he's waiting on the coach to say something to him, what does the coach have to say to get him to stay? Uh, I love you. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe. I mean, what kind of? What's your favorite car? Yeah, what's your favorite car? <laughs> what is this? Will Wade? Are you hiring Will Wade? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean. You gotta. I guess I would think. I mean, obviously, he, he's gonna be the number one option, no matter who the coach is. Right. Um, but you know, what's the scheme? What's this coach's game plan? What's his scheme? You know, how are we gonna win more than? How are we gonna get above five hundred in the Big Ten? You know. Yeah, right. I, I guess that would be I, that would be my thought process, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, losing three starters, John. I think doing better next year is problematical. No matter who the coach is. No, I agree. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know who they're going to pick up on the flip side of the transfer window portal. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a challenge for somebody. Yeah. And I think that the, uh, the other thing, you know, that you can say to TJD is, you know, I will make you, I can move you up the board. On right. The, you know the NBA draft, right? So, if you if you you can say that and make that make him think that's true, uh, that that might might do something because right now he's not very far up on the board. Uh, he can make a lot of money by staying and doing the right things to impress NBA scouts. Uh, that he 
I don't know what he hasn't done already to impress them enough to be higher on the board, but uh, I guess that's true. So, uh, yeah. so, so why why is the NBA not higher on him, John? Do you know? I just think he kind of falls into that middle. I mean, he's not that tall. He's not that. I mean, he's fairly athletic. He's not a great outside shooter. Um, his post game is average, but he's not going to be playing the post. He's going to be playing probably the three, three. In the Am NBA. I right? Three or four? You know, he's not going to play a four. He's not big enough to play a four. No, he'll, he'll oh. play, yeah, he'll play the three. And he's probably he's probably not quick enough and athletic enough and a good enough shooter for them to think he's a, th- a three, huh? Is that yeah. it? Yeah, definitely not quick enough, athletic enough, and a good enough shooter to play the two. Right. He's a good ball. He can handle the ball. I mean, he's it's not like he's he's clueless with the ball in his hand. He can he can dribble and he can, he right. can pass. But but okay, I I watched multiple IU games. He was beating guys out to dribble who weren't, who shouldn't have been out on the floor with him. Yeah, he wasn't beating anybody who was a guard kind of three guy. Right, right. Uh, another another draft thing. Just before we go, I pointed out to you that uh, a Baylor's guards, uh, the guy who everybody thought was the national player of the year candidate, Butler, is lower on the board than his sidekick Mitchell. And did you have an answer for that? I don't, know. Okay. Well, we'll be watching them play tomorrow, and maybe we'll see something, huh, John? Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. So, okay, go, go get them, John. I know you've got a, someplace to be uh, in a few minutes. So, okay. Good luck, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Have fun watching. All right. Bye, bro. Bye, bye fans. Bye, bro.